Welcome back to Podcast DIY, the show for communications professionals looking for quick tips and strategies to start a successful podcast. Welcome to this week's episode. I'm your host, Richard Perry. This week, I thought we'd talk about something I brought up on an earlier episode, and that's the four phases of workflow when you're producing a podcast. So if you're starting a brand new corporate podcast, this might be the model to follow. I call it prep, P-R-E-P, planning, recording, editing, and publishing. So let's look first of all at planning. And really, you can break this down into two sections. First is the very intentional content design. And second is planning around equipment and any other studio considerations. So let's talk about intentional content design first. This really is all about the why. Why do you want a podcast in the first place? Do you have a legitimate business case? How will it help you at a corporate level? What are the results you're seeking? Is it more peer recognition? It could be more influence in your particular industry niche. Maybe you want to provide your own unique take on current issues out there or challenges within your industry. It all boils down to why and, as you'll discover, just as important, who. Who are you serving? Who will listen and why? And I think you need to be very, very granular here. Maybe not as deep as a famous podcaster uh, did, John Lee Dumas, host of Entrepreneur on Fire. He's had massive success, but before he did his first episode, he started by writing out a very detailed, I think it was 1,300 words. Anyway, a long description of his ideal listener. He called it his avatar. That was who he wanted to reach. So you do also need to identify your target audience. That's critical, but maybe not as detailed as 1,300 words. But I'll go as far as to say that if you do ignore this part, your odds of success are going to be very low. And in fact, many podcasts that don't really have an overarching mission or goal will fade out. They'll pod fade. And somebody's figured out that the average podcaster, average podcast only reaches about seven episodes. So I want to see you go much further, much deeper. So content design also covers things like your show title, uh, a description, a short one or two sentence description of what the show is about and who it's for. Uh, Things like frequency. Do you have the capacity to do a weekly show or maybe twice a month? You have to think about things like that. And of course, you want to know your keywords and your messages. Another thing to consider is host selection, whether internal or external. Hosting requires a special skill set, and it might not be for everybody. So you you will need to search for the right person to host your show. You'll also need appropriate artwork that displays the look and feel of your podcast. You might have the resources to hire a designer for this, or like me in my case, I've gone on Canva which is a free online tool. You can do some pretty amazing things with with Canva. And the bottom line is you need art that has to be formatted a certain way to meet Apple specifications. And generally, most people put out a 3,000 by 3,000 pixel cover in JPEG or PNG format, 72 DPI. Again, you may have a graphic artist who's, this is second nature to them. But you want that cover art to really complement your brand. If you're a Fortune 500 company out there, you're not likely going to have a very loud or colorful palette 
with, you know, cartoonish or stock images. You really want to make sure you, you identify with your corporate brand. So those are some of the content design considerations. Now, the second part of the planning phase is all about the gear and your studio setup. How will you actually produce the show? Now, if it's a one-person uh, recording locally, you know, a basic USB microphone, maybe costing $100, and a computer is all you need. If you plan to interview other guests, you might have two or three microphones around a table in a quiet spot in the office. Now, if you have more than one microphone, they'll need to be what we call XLR microphones, not USB, because computer sound cards really get messed up and confused if you try to have multiple USB mic inputs. So you'll have to get some of those three-pin XLR mics, and those will have to go through an audio interface, which in non-geek language, it converts the analog signal coming from your voice into digital bits that the computer can work with. I have always liked and used the Scarlet brand of interface. There are many other quality brands out there, and if you have any questions about the whole mic interface thing, I'd be happy to answer them. Just send me a quick note at podcast at richardperry.ca. Setups are very simple, and they're easy to budget for. Don't be talked into buying gear that might end up being overkill. You can always upgrade later, but keep it simple when you get started. Okay, phase two, recording. This is the fun part, and pretty simple nowadays. There's absolutely no reason why you can't get a good, clean recording. And that's what listeners want and need nowadays. There are too many well-produced shows out there. And to get a clean recording, you have many options. You can record directly into your smartphone or your tablet. Uh, the iOS devices I know have the free voice memos app. You can even edit on a device, but it is a lot easier on a computer. There's a piece of software out there now, an app really, Anchor. FM. And if you and a guest both have that app on a smartphone, you can record your conversation. No computer, no microphone required. But that's not for everybody. So let's say you want to go a step further. And what if you want to record a guest across the country? Or as I do in my own case, I interview people who are four or even five time zones away. There are some great tools out there to do that. I have used Zoom in the past. Never again. The quality just isn't up to par. The audio gets compressed down, and it just doesn't sound good. I've used uh, Zencaster and Squadcast, but I'm stuck on and absolutely love the high-quality recordings of both the host side and the guest side using Riverside.fm. It is a top-notch service. I am not an affiliate, but I highly recommend it. I have not had one glitch in about two years of recording with Riverside.fm. Now, just back to microphones for a second. It's important that if you're in a room where the sound is not dampened or where there might be noises nearby, external sounds nearby, you will need a dynamic microphone. These are ideal for typical podcasters because we're not in a pristine studio environment where walls are soundproofed and the floor is soundproofed. Dynamic mics will pick up the voice right in front of it and mostly reject everything else. It's why I avoid condenser mics like the Blue Yeti, although it's very common. A lot of people use it. For my liking, it's way too sensitive to paper shuffling, uh, moving hands along a desk, and especially if you have a neighbor just down the street who likes to fire up a lawnmower just as you're in the middle of a recording session, 
that will be picked up in a condenser microphone. The other thing about your microphone, learn how to use it. Go on and look at some tutorials online and maybe, you know, hit the record button, play around with the microphone. You'll usually need to be about a fist length away, slightly off to the side to help avoid those plosives, they call them, the popping P's and B's and harsh breaths. And it also, if you can, get some curtains around the room, some artwork up on the walls, some books maybe, uh, carpet on the floor, maybe even build, they call it a pillow fort around your desk. Anything to help reduce the sound bouncing around. You don't want to sound like you're recording in a cave. So which mic would I use if I were just starting today, even at the corporate level? Uh, the Audio-Technica ATR2100 or the Samson Q2U or Rhodes PodMic. Uh, Shure has an excellent mic called the MV7 and the MV7X. Just look up on YouTube and ask around for recommendations. You can get a good quality microphone for 100 to 150 bucks. There's no need to be spending 600 700 dollars on a mic as you're starting your show. Okay, on to phase three, editing. And this is the area that trips a lot of people up, but it really shouldn't. My advice if you're starting is to use free, easy-to-learn software such as GarageBand, which is free on all Macs and on iOS devices, or Audacity, which is open source and free for Macs and PCs. Some of the biggest podcasters out there with hundreds of thousands of listeners and millions of downloads still use one of these free programs, GarageBand or Audacity. Now, personally, I'm a fan of Hindenburg. It's designed specifically for podcasters. I started with uh, $95 for Hindenburg Journalist. That was a one-time payment. And I did upgrade recently during a Black Friday sale to their pro account. So I'm spending more, but I get a few extra functions that I kind of like. But start with Audacity or GarageBand. You'll be just fine. So theme music, where do you find it? Well, of course you want non-copyrighted theme music, and you can find several sites on the internet. I have always liked going to Audio Jungle, where I have paid five bucks, seven bucks, ten bucks, really good deals on some quality music that you can use for themes, introductions, closing music, uh, little stingers to separate segments. Those really come in handy. You could also hire somebody on Fiverr, or you could make your own music. But remember, keep the music appropriate to your brand. If you're a Fortune 500 company, you're not going to be starting your show off with some grunge music, right? So the key thing to remember about the whole editing process, in my view, less is more. Keep it simple. I do not go out there and remove, as you've probably heard in this episode, every um or awe. Ah. I will take out a, a sneeze if my guest coughs or something like that. But perfection in editing will sap the energy right out of you. You could spend hours at this. But I'm going to assume you're already really busy with family and work obligations. So keep editing simple and you'll do just fine. Okay, on to phase four, publishing. We're getting close to the end here. So if you've edited your show, the levels are good. You go up to the menu and you pick File, Export As, and choose MP3 or the WAV format. Uh, give it an identifiable name and save it somewhere in an organized folder. And bingo, in a few seconds, you've got your show, but you're not really finished. What I would recommend at this point is going to auphonic.com, A-U-P-H-O-N-I-C.com. 
That's an online service that will take your audio and clean it up, level it out for you, and give you great sound. It is a fantastic service, and I think it's free for up to two hours a month. So let's say you've got a 15-minute show. You could do eight shows a month at no cost. So that's a great way to go. So I take my finished file uh, from Alphonic and then send it to my host company, which is Buzzsprout. And I do have an affiliate link with Buzzsprout. I'll put that in the show notes. I love Buzzsprout. You can test it for free. Uh, If you decide to sign up for a paid plan, you'll get a $20 Amazon gift card. I get a small commission as a thank you. And what I love about this, I pay a ridiculously low price of 12 bucks a month for Buzzsprout. And there are lots of other great services out there like Libsyn, Blueberry, Simplecast, Captivate.fm. What I recommend, just pick one and go. Don't spend a whole lot of time trying to sort through the differences. So as you upload to your host, in my case, Buzzsprout, you will fill in your episode details, your show title, description, uh, some relevant keywords to But don't stuff it with keywords because Google will penalize you for it. And that's where there should be a team conversation around these kinds of show details because they're important for your show to be found by search engines. Make it easy for Google to find you. What your host will then do, and to me, this is the real magic. The host will send your show to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Stitcher, and a long list of other ones if you want. It's easier to do this on on some hosts as compared to others, but Buzzsprout makes it ridiculously simple. Just takes a few clicks and boom, you've got global distribution and you're leveraging the credibility of those platforms. So that's the technical side of publishing. It's pretty easy nowadays. Your real work is going to come in promoting your new episodes, and that's where you want to use any and all of your marketing tools to tell the world about your podcast. Apple's not going to do it for you. Google won't. You need to or somebody else on your team and teach people where they can find it and how they can subscribe to your show. So let's review the four phases of what I call content design for your corporate podcast. One is planning, two is recording, three is editing, and four is publishing. Keep it simple. A couple of closing thoughts. Remember, A corporate podcast should be a marathon, not a sprint. Maybe start with a six or seven episode pilot series, and that's really the how phase. You'll be learning how to do it. Avoid comparing yourself with celebrity podcasts or celebrity megastars. You are not in a contest with Kim Kardashian or Michelle Obama. Remember, go back to your business case. Why are you doing this in the first place? Who are you helping? What do they need to hear from you? Avoid selling. Be interesting and helpful to your listener. Uh, Check out Dell Technology and their podcast. They might tell you that a podcast is made by Dell Technologies, but that's it. It happens maybe once or twice in the whole series. And the bottom line is to enjoy the podcasting journey. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised at the response you'll get when you get your show out there. So thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this series. If you have any questions at all, please send them to me at podcast at richardperry.ca. If you go to my website, there's also a downloadable PDF cheat sheet that covers the basic overview of the four-step prep planning process. I'm Richard Perry. Thanks for listening. Now, go hit that record button.